Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Monday, June 27th, and this is People Every Day. Hello again, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein. I am happy to be back with you after a very, I guess we can say chaotic weekend. I hope you were like me and were able to find some joy out there. I hopped on a boat for my friend Dee Dee's birthday, which was fabulous. My kids had the time of their lives at the new Minions, the Rise of Gru movie premiere. And then last night, I had an absolute blast attending yesterday's BET Awards, which we will definitely get into later in the show. But enough about me. Let's kick things off with everything you need to know about what's buzzing around out there. Queen Elizabeth is back in Scotland. The 96-year-old monarch traveled by royal train overnight to Edinburgh and will be based in the Palace of Holyrood House, her official residence in the Scottish capital. The queen was photographed smiling and holding her walking cane as she was joined by youngest son, Prince Edward, and his wife, Sophie, the Countess of Wessex, who, fun fact, are known by their Scottish titles, Earl and Countess of Forfar, when they're in Scotland. The queen is in Scotland to attend today's historic ceremony of the Keys. The ceremony entails the Queen being handed the keys of the city of Edinburgh and welcomed to her ancient and hereditary Kingdom of Scotland. This also marks the Queen's first public appearance since her Platinum Jubilee celebrations earlier this month. The palace also announced today that Queen Elizabeth will attend an Armed Forces Act of Loyalty Parade in the gardens of Holyrood House tomorrow, but it is still unclear what other festivities she will partake in this week. Later this week, there will be a garden party attended by Prince Charles, Edward, and Sophie and Princess Anne, and an investiture ceremony of Scottish people receiving honors from the Queen. She may also hold an audience with the First Minister of Scotland, but it's unknown how much Queen Elizabeth will be seen. In recent weeks, the Queen has needed time to rest after extended activity as she combats her mobility issues. Regardless, it's It's so great to see Her Majesty out there still fulfilling her royal duties. From all of the photos I've seen of her on our site from today's ceremony, you can tell she still just takes great pride in her job as Queen E. Shifting things back stateside, with everything else that has happened here in the last few days, you may have missed some positive news coming out of Washington, D.C. On Saturday, President Joe Biden signed the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act into law. Just before pinning his name to the bill from the White House's Roosevelt Room, Biden said of the historic moment, quote, I'm about to sign into law bipartisan gun safety legislation. And time is of the essence. Lives will be saved. The president further commented on how the bill won't immediately solve the gun problem in the United States, but stated, while this bill doesn't do everything I want, it does include actions I've long called for that are going to save lives. A White House briefing elaborated on the bill, saying it, quote, enhances certain restrictions and penalties on firearm purchases, uh, promotes evidence-based best practices for school safety, authorizes grants to expand access to mental health services, and appropriates emergency funding for mental health resources and school safety measures. The bill also includes red flag laws that keep 
keep guns from those who are dangerous to themselves and others, including closing the, quote, boyfriend loophole, meaning people who assault their significant other cannot buy or own a gun. Again, while it doesn't solve every gun-related issue, it certainly is a step in the right direction, and I hope it will lead to further safety regulations in the future. And, of course, we must talk about the ripple effects of Friday's Supreme Court ruling. It sparked conversations and outrage around the globe and in every corner of the U.S. And over the course of the weekend, several notable figures in the entertainment industry spoke out against the fall of Roe v. Wade. The country is still reeling from the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade on Friday. Five states, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, and South Dakota, have already banned abortions following the Supreme Court's ruling. While Roe v. Wade being overturned was something a lot of people were expecting, it's still devastating news for so many. And we're still seeing reactions pour in from everywhere since the news broke. So joining me now to discuss what we're seeing and who's making their voices heard on this topic is People Deputy Editor Wendy Noggle. Hey, Wendy. Hi there. When a big news event like this breaks in Hollywood, kind of falls on the first award show, right, that that happens to kind of speak to what is going on in the world. And that was the BET Awards last night. Here's a little bit of what Billy Porter told us on the carpet. You know, it is disappointing. It's heartbreaking. Um, it's horrifying. And it's just a cue for us to continue to work. And the show's host, Taraji P. Henson, also did not hold back in her opening monologue. So, so tell us a little bit about what she said, Wendy. Taraji really kicked off the night when she said, it's about time we step into our power. It's about time we talk about the fact that guns have more rights than a woman. She continued to say, it's a sad day in America. A weapon that can take lives has more power than a woman who can give life if she chooses to. And one other person that just did not mince words on that stage was Janelle Monet. She was there to present the award for best female R&B pop artist, but she just laid into the Supreme Court. In a world that tries to control and police our bodies, my body, and our decisions, my decisions. Supreme Court. Being there, it was a powerful, powerful moment. There was a bit of shock that she said it the way she did, but then just rousing cheers inside the room. You know, I was really struck at the BET Awards when they did their in memoriam, which was, you know, a powerful thing that they that they led right off, you know, the black screen with white letters, Roe v. Wade. And it kind of did put in stark relief just what had happened. Well, let's let's move on to everyone else from Kendrick Lamar to Olivia Rodrigo. Right. So t- take us across the pond to some of the stuff that's happening over there. Yeah. So there was a big Glastonbury festival over in Somerset, England, and Kendrick Lamar was on stage at the festival. And he really gave this incredibly powerful performance of United in Grief. And he really used it to visually and verbally align with the grief surrounding Roe v. Wade's reversal. At the peak of the performance, there was a crown of thorns on the top of his head. His face was streaming with blood. There were these female dancers in red. There was a crown of thorns kind of in a visual on the stage that just made you think of a woman's uterus. At least that's what it made me think of. And he repeatedly rapped They judge you. They judged Christ. Godspeed for women's rights. And he kept repeating that mantra at the end of the song until he literally dropped the mic. And it just was so powerful and also so chilling. 
Oh, my goodness. What did Olivia Rodrigo have to say? So Olivia Rodrigo talked about how she really felt, and I'm quoting, I'm devastated and terrified. She went on to say just how she believed so many women and so many girls are going to die because of this. She got pretty angry and dedicated her next song to the conservative members of the court. And she called them out by name. Obviously, that's Alito, Thomas, Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh. And then she called Lily Allen to the stage and together they performed Lily's song, you. And so that was a very powerful rendition of that mm-hmm. song, which originally Lily had written that and dedicated that to President Bush. So it was, it kind of felt a little bit full circle almost. Yeah, seriously. Well, also in the UK, you had Green Day's uh, Billy Joe Armstrong speaking out. Back here in the US, there were protests that broke out everywhere. But one headline that really caught my eyes is Jody Sweeten from Full House. She was actually thrown to the ground by the LAPD during a pro-choice protest. So is she okay? What happened there? We've gotten sources telling us that she's fine. What happened is she was really kind of leading a crowd of pro-choice marchers and they were on the highway and they confronted the LAPD. And the person who took that video, which has gone viral, reported that she was leading them away from traffic. And she was kind of going up on this embankment along the side of the highway and encountered police. And they pushed her very forcefully Mm. to the ground. When you see it, it is pretty jarring. The LAPD has told people that they are aware of the incident and they are going to evaluate the episode and make sure that it was within their policy and procedures. Jody gave us a statement herself, again, confirmed that she was fine, but pivoted right back kind of to the cause that she was speaking out for, saying, I'm extremely proud of the hundreds of people who showed up yesterday to exercise their First Amendment rights and take immediate action to peacefully protest the giant injustices that have been delivered from our Supreme Court. One more I I really want to get into. Samuel L. Jackson is just joining the chorus of celebrities condemning all of this. After Justice Clarence Thomas suggested that the Supreme Court should reconsider other key decisions like same-sex marriage and birth control, Samuel took to Twitter and called him out by name. So so let's let's explain to folks what he said, because it, it was very interesting. So what his tweet said was, how's Clarence feeling about overturning Loving versus Virginia? And so he's referencing their interracial marriage. And Loving versus Virginia is the landmark 1967 ruling that found that interracial marriage bans were unconstitutional. Justice Thomas has been married to his wife, Virginia, since 1987. And so that's definitely what Samuel L. Jackson was referencing and obviously referring to Thomas's decision when he handed it down, saying that they really should look at these other decisions that are all tied to the 14th Amendment and that right to privacy, which is where the Roe v. Wade constitutional power came from. Yeah, for sure. Well, we will continue to keep you all updated as more developments come from this story. And Wendy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. As we discussed yesterday, the BET Awards were held here in Los Angeles, and yours truly had the honor of attending, along with our People Every Day production assistant, Fallon Harge, who covered the red carpet and backstage. We talked about the night's political statements already, but we have to get into other big moments of the night, including the very special guests that surprised everyone. But first, you know how when you were 10 years old and your parents would let you drive a Lamborghini? No? 
That didn't happen to you? <laughs> well, this story that broke earlier today where Ben Affleck's 10-year-old son backed a Lamborghini into a parked car is a must-discuss. Yes, you heard that correctly. 10-year-old behind the wheel of a Lambo. We get into what happened there on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. We are back and we have to get into this kind of crazy, funny Lamborghini story. And I should know, no superstar kids were harmed in the making of this story. So there's a video going around out there that shows Ben Affleck's 10-year-old son, Samuel, appearing to back a Lamborghini into a parked car. And apparently this happened with none other than J-Lo riding in the back. So Ben, Jen, and Samuel were together at an L.A. luxury car rental dealership called 777 Exotics. They were checking out the various souped-up rides when Samuel was allowed to get behind the wheel of the bright yellow Lambo. Samuel then apparently put the car in reverse, which then made contact with the parked white BMW. Ouch. There are several pictures of Samuel and Father Ben checking out the collision, and a rep for Affleck commented on the ordeal saying there was no damage and that everyone is okay. A worker told reporters that the cars were parked close together and that the trio continued to browse for cars. And honestly, just from looking at the photos, it does look like the cars are touching, but I don't see any signs of like, you know, noticeable damage. You know, you always hear those sayings and stories about how celebrities and their families are just like us. Well, <laughs> this is not one of those times. <laughs> a 10-year-old backed a Lambo into a BMW. But I am glad, I am glad that everyone is safe and sound. Last night, the 2022 BET Awards took over my neck of the woods here in sunny Los Angeles. It was a huge celebration of Black excellence at its finest with some of my favorite celebs and tastemakers in Hollywood from Chloe Bailey to Lizzo, Idris Elba, Daniel Kaluuya, and so many others were there. Cynthia Revo looked stunning, oh my goodness. But it was just a party with a purpose. Taraji P. Henson returned for the second year in a row as host, and one of the most talked about moments was Diddy, receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award, and he is so deserving of it. There's just a lot to get into. So to help me unpack some of these unforgettable moments is People staff writer, Brianne Tracy. Hey, Brianne. Hey, Janine. Well, first things first, let's talk about Jack Harlow, who made his BET Awards stage debut. But last month, he shocked hip-hop heads everywhere when he revealed on Hot 97 Ebro in the morning that he didn't know a lot about Brandy or almost who she was, or the fact that she was Ray J's sister. Like, what? Well, when Brandy heard this, she playfully clapped back on social media and said, quote, I will murk this dude in rap at 43 on his own beats and then sing his ASS to sleep. <laughs> so when Brandy came out last night during his set, I was shocked. Allow me to reintroduce myself. 
world famous, one of the greatest. Living legend, did I mention my resume is amazing? The game need a breath of fresh air and a breath taken. I thought it was such a great and fun moment, especially given all the back and forth between them. I thought it was so smart on both of their parts to come out and do this duet. I mean, Brandy absolutely killed her verse. So I'm definitely thinking that this will be a new remix that's on the radio. And I also love seeing Jack perform with Lil Wayne. They came out and performed Poison together. It was great. He knew how to win over the BET crowd for sure, because that was a huge moment in the room. Another Mm -hmm. collab that brought the audience to their feet was during Diddy's tribute. He's the mastermind behind so many 90s acts, and his influence is felt in every facet of rap, hip-hop, and R&B. It just is. So to pay her respects, Lil' Kim hit the stage and did her iconic dance moves and spit lines from All About the Benjamins. Not only that... Kanye made a surprise appearance and presented the award to Diddy. No one expected this, right? Listen to what he said. Back then, it was so many rules to hip-hop. And he broke all of them. And broke down all the doors. And understood contracts in a way a lot of us still don't. All right, Brianne. Do you really think it was him or a body double? Because in the room, everyone just kind of took a pause. (laughs) Well, after hearing about Billie Eilish's body double at Coachella, I feel like anything is really possible now. But it did sound like Kanye. (laughs) Kanye's known to wear the full mask when he goes out in public. So I wouldn't be super surprised if it was him. And I feel like the words that he said, they were pretty in line with what we expect from Kanye. Well, the biggest surprise appearance was Kanye, I have to say. But there was another one when Mariah Carey joined rapper Lotto, who won Best New Artist on stage for Big Energy. As soon as she launched into that song, I was like, is she going to bring out Mimi? I wonder if she's like, there's Mimi. (laughs) So the crowd went wild. We know Lotto's song samples Mariah's 1995 fantasy. But talk to me about that moment, how she brought Mariah out and and kind of just rectified everything. Yeah, I feel like it takes a lot for Mariah to actually get out and do one of these performances. So I thought it was awesome and such a surprise that she came out. And like you said, it was nice that after these younger artists have said that they don't know that much, that they're kind of like making up for it now and bringing them the artists that they're they're paying homage to in their songs out on stage with them. So I thought that it just kind of made it all that much more special. For real. And and literally paying, she, she brought mm-hmm. Mariah flowers. Like she walked yeah. flowers out, giving her her flowers in real life. I love that. Well, lastly, Brianne, I want to know, what was the moment for you? What was the song? What was the random sighting in the crowd that really set it off for you? I know there was that one Lori Harvey moment that a lot of folks were talking about, <laughs> but, what, but what was it for you? I also love that Jack wore a little Nas X t-shirt on the carpet. I thought that was so... Great and such a special moment for his friend who obviously had spoken out about not being nominated this year and was pretty upset and expressed his frustrations. And of course, Jack and Lil Nas X are close. They had industry baby. So I like that he showed up for him and, and wore his t-shirt on the carpet. I thought that was special. And like we talked about, I love the Mariah, you know, surprise performance. Having an icon on the stage is always fun to watch. Absolutely. For you guys who who didn't see, there was a joke made about Michael B. Jordan needing a shoulder to cry on in these hard times. And the smart cameraman cut over to Lori Harvey, who who didn't seem too amused. So, right. <laughs> But Brianne, thank you so much for coming on and, and taking us through all of the love and light and music of last night. 
Thanks, Janine. It was a really fun night. Now, our last story involves some news coming out of last week's Daytime Emmy Awards. Young and the Restless star Michelle Morgan took home an Emmy for Best Outstanding Lead Performance in a Daytime Drama Series. The 35-year-old star became the first Black actress to win an Emmy in the leading acting category, which is absolutely amazing news. But also, longtime TV actor John Aniston owns an impressive career in TV, having appeared on shows like Kojak, The West Wing, Mad Men, and countless others. But John Aniston is best known for his roles on nearly every soap opera out there, and specifically for his time on Days of Our Lives. And on Friday, he was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award in television, along with a tribute from someone who's also had a pretty prolific career in television. Hi, everybody. This is truly um, a special moment for me. It's an opportunity to not only pay tribute to a true icon in the daytime television world, but it's also a chance to recognize the lifelong achievements of a great and well-respected actor who also happens to be my dad. That's right. Friends alum Jennifer Aniston showed her father some love with a touching tribute during the award show. And I think it's a nice little something to make you smile. But since 1985, his TV home has been with the cast and crew of the long-running soap opera Days of Our Lives. For over 30 years, his dedication to that show has gained him the respect and admiration of his fellow actors, deep friendships, and thrilled millions of fans around the world. His career is literally the definition of lifetime achievement. Oh, that was just so sweet. What a very special moment for the Aniston family. Thank you all for joining us again this week. We'll be back again tomorrow for another episode of People Every Day.